Hello. Welcome. I'm trying not to copy Casey. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> let's see. Hold on. Hola. No, let's see. Uh, no. Como te llamas? Yeah. Uh, welcome to the Propane Maniacs, episode two. You don't know who I am. You know, you know what's funny? That might that voice might have completely stemmed from Dale. Now that I think of the hashtag voice. Oh. You know what I mean? I, I mean it is kind of one of the it same. It is. Like when Casey says it, it totally is that. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, whatever. We can call it I the Dale voice. Can, can we uh can we start referring to Casey as a thief? It, he's a thief. Oh yeah, oh, of course he's a thief. That guy don't have an original bone in his body. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) We're just dissing Casey on here. Anyway, uh, yes, episode two. That means this is legit. (laughs) That's what that means, by the way. Uh, Of of our King of the Hill podcast, where we're going through every episode, talking about it. Uh, It's really fun at the beginning of the podcast, for sure, because the first season's so good. Uh, but we are going to be talking. This is where we would like to announce that this will be the last episode. I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> all good things must come to an end. But uh, we're talking all things. Oh, so I am Perry Burkham, and I'm joined by, of course, Joshua Robinson. That's me. Also known as Doug. Also known as <laughs> Doug Funny. Doug because the more I watch Doug, the more I realize that you are 100% correct. <laughs> you are Doug Funny. <laughs> he is your soul cartoon it's or it's, whatever uh, you call it my yeah my uh, uh I, I don't know what do you call it I, I you know it's like i don't know uh what do you say like spirit animal right you know that's the yes. word right so Doug, my, my spirit he, tune yeah spirit tune you know who my spirit tune is you said it was hank but i hmm. no i know what it is now it's roger it? <laughs> <laughs> you really think you're roger klotz no not really but I do, I do feel bad for that guy. Funny. He's such a jerk. But I think he's a jerk because of his upbringing. He's just you looking know? for love. He's yeah, looking exactly. for friendship. Exactly. You can tell, you know. But also, Skeeter's good. But we all know who Skeeter's spirit, real world person is. Yeah. Jim Halpert. <laughs> so you, you know, I, I, you know, when you said that. It just, I saw it in my, in my mind and I'm like, I just, I couldn't believe it. I had never realized it before. You are 100% correct. Thank you. I'm glad you see it. And you know what? I just watched in the same day, I watched the episode of The Office where, uh, of the, of the threat level midnight where they show that. Yes. And Jim is, uh, what is he called? Goldface Gold or something? Face. Yes. And then in the same night, I watched Quail Man with, uh, with Skeeter, Skeeter as the Silver Scooter. Yeah. And it's like... <laughs> It's even even more even more so like within like a couple hours of each other it was, it was wonderful but yes Skeeter uh, what's his last name Skeeter Val- Valentine what's his last mm-hmm. name yeah it's Valentine Skeeter Valentine is is Jim Halpert they're the same uh, anyway uh, yes uh, we are talking about uh, season one episode two of King of the Hill Square Peg um, this episode is really important on so many levels uh, obviously it's the first episode after the pilot um which the pilot is you know one of the most important setting up a lot of characters and we get to dive into peggy a lot in this episode um uh and it introduced a lot of uh characters as well and uh it's just a fantastic episode and actually probably one of the most 
what's the word? I don't want to know if I want to say raunchy, but pretty uh, it's, yeah, adult, it's, uh, you know, adult themed. I, I, I guess mm. just because it talks about sex like more than anything else. In like the whole series, you know, it I mean, like and it's a Seinfeld episode in some ways. Yeah, but it's it, but it's not, you know, it's it's more, you know, it's about sex ed, ed, you know what I mean? I mean, so so they get away with, you know, it's it's Peggy is is has to teach sex ed, so it's it's really, you know, I remember seeing uh, Mike Judge, you know, saying like we talked about last time, the the juxtaposition of Hank, you know, with Luann. You know mm-hmm. him. You know, and now it's like Hank can't even deal with the thought of sexual education. Sexual education? Where'd you get that? Washington. Yeah. Bobby, go to your room. I One of my favorite way. lines ever, by the way. I love the way that he says Washington. <laughs> <laughs> Washington. I know it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So the whole plot is just simply Bobby comes home, says, "Hey, I need you to sign this." It's permission to, to have sex ed in school. Hank and Hank is mad. <laughs> and uh, and then uh, Dale, Dale threatens, Dale threatens the uh, the sex ed teacher. So then she quits, <laughs> which is really funny if you really think about it. And then Peggy has to teach the class. And then so Peggy feels bad because um, she's a decent woman, as she says, but, but someone has to do it. And then, and, Hank's mad that she's doing it. So, um, and then you get a lot of really funny. I mean, the whole episode really is it. Like I said, th- there's no side stories. That's really the whole thing. But you get to see from different perspectives of the guys out in the alley talking with Hank. You get with Joseph and and Bobby, and you get with Peggy at the baseball game with the other ladies. You know, so it's it's really cool. I I I like that more focused of a, of an episode. Yeah, it's um. It's interesting because you, I mean, you obviously you get to see her uh, uh, convictions as a as an educator on display, but she also um, I feel I feel this is true of every character uh, to this point, and that they're a lot more subdued than they wind up being. They're not quite as um, bombastic and exaggerated, but you know, she's not like yeah. um, she's not at all like the egotist in this uh, earlier on that she becomes and she, she takes her duties sure. as an educator quite seriously. Well, um, it's, again, it's kind of part of her evolution, you know, even though it's so early, I know, but like this is, you know, taking a stand, doing it, you know, she's gaining her self-confidence in this as well at changing her character. I, you know, and I, I think that, but you're right. You're totally right. Like she definitely has a more laid back Southern bell rather than like, progressive you know woman uh uh in this episode for sure um but you know some of um her i guess her her tone is different but i would say that some of her um just her way of being is still the same like you know she's talking to the the group of women at the the baseball game and and she's trying to talk to them like saying you know like there's nothing to be benefited from being ignorant about, you know, these things. Um, and, and I we feel all like grew up not knowing what the doohickey in the <laughs> right. And, and she, uh, she's always been sort of, um, I think, as you said, she's always been a bit more progressive than Hank, but you know, obviously she becomes, I maybe feel a little more so later on, but right. I mean, where he's super uncomfortable and feels like this is, uh, 
you know, nobody should be talking about this kind of stuff. She's like, well, no, I, I think it's important, you know, that they're not, you know, a kid's not in the dark about what's going on with their body. Right. Um, right. And I, and it brings me to where it's, it's, they hit this, you know, just like with the pilot, the end of it is, you know, you know, is Hank can't tell his son that he loves him, you know, which yeah. is so funny. It's like this guy is so tough, right? I mean, he's he's a man's man, you know, he loves to work and he is, you know, but when it comes down to it, he can't even tell his, his son that he loves him. You know, it's really hard to do. And it's the same thing here. It's like when it comes down to it, he's afraid to get to to get any sort of serious with his son to talk about any sensitive topic. And I just, and that's really funny. You know, it's like he, like, and I always think it's like, are you serious? Like you can't even talk to your son about this. Like, like it's really funny that you're, he's afraid to like, that's the, Mm -hmm. you know, you see that as, as, as it shows in the episode where, you know, he, he, at first even says, that's my job, you know, you know, and, and Bill, Oh, you didn't send a woman in for a man's job. Did you? You know, and, and it's like, well, yeah, I got my back out here, Peg. <laughs> <laughs> that's his excuse. Uh, I know. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's making excuse. He's scared. And I think that's hilarious because that's a funny, to me, like, we get it, right? Because it's like, it, it, that's the that's the beautiful part about a man and a woman is that is that the man just doesn't want to have a sensitive topic like that. Um, it's just, and it's really funny. So, and by the end of it, right, to the end of the episode, it ends really great where he realizes how hard it is for Peggy to sit and what does he say with a bunch of snickering? Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> okay. You know, Bobby keeps saying, what do you think she's telling those guys? That's one of my favorite lines. <laughs> yeah. Which is a reoccurring line, right? Right. <laughs> with, uh, with Marie that in, in the, uh, in the, uh, you know, whatever this third, why are you dancing second, third, with all those guys, why are you dancing with all those guys. Yeah. <laughs> Why were you dancing? Yeah, and I, so I think that's awesome, by the way. Um, not that it wasn't even intentional, but like that the writers mm-hmm. kind of keep it in character with Bobby, which, by the way, the Marie episode, I think, is Bobby's best episode. Um, but anyway, we'll get to that soon. Uh, but yes, uh, some standout. So I, I guess I just, I, I do like this episode. I could definitely, like, it's, I would have, you know, I grew up, my, my parents didn't let me watch The Simpsons, and this is definitely way more adult than I could have ever watched as a kid. I mean, uh. I never would have been able to see this. And so, and it would have definitely made me feel uncomfortable because I would have known anything that was going on. So <laughs> it's it's definitely, you know, it makes a lot more sense as a grown-up. I'm not saying, I'm, I'm not saying the, the content, but the, the style of it and the, the humor sure. of it. Um so that I so I just think about that, and I think that, like I said when I was little, just the style of the show is just so so foreign to me um, growing up that I just didn't understand it. So it's definitely really dry. It's a very dry episode, you know. Like there's lots of awkward pauses, and you just you know there's no there's no background music. You hear a lot of the nature outside, and it's it's and it's fabulous. It's it's wonderful. I miss it. They don't have that yeah, anymore. It, yeah, it's uh, well, I, I think we talked about it last time, but it's, and I don't know if, if this is necessarily a, a signature of uh, Greg Daniels' style, but like with with The Office, when you know uh, some of those really awkward scenes, and and because there's no laugh track, um, you know, because you know you're just you're you're hearing some of these awkward things that Michael will say, and you're just sitting there, 
and hearing the silence of everyone like yeah. that's that's the joke like that's what's so Absolutely. funny is because nobody knows what to say and and so you do have some of these like awkward pauses where clearly hank is just befuddled and doesn't have an answer <laughs> um yes. it's uh yeah it's i mean that's sort of the that's sort of the genius of some of that stuff is that you just have to sort of sit with it absolutely it's wonderful and i think you see uh, you know i think i mentioned this before but like sitcoms nowadays have this new style where they just kind of don't ever stop and it's just a very mm-hmm. very um just a different kind I, I don't really know what started it but um but I know it's it's just, they're all so different now, and they're not multi camera; they're all single camera kind of type shows. It's just interesting. Yeah. But um, yeah. Um. So, uh, for characters and, and spotlights, um, you know, we'll come up with some sort of whatever. But uh, I do want to mention. So, this episode it's the first time you see Dooley, I believe. Yes. Yes. Um, and Clark Peters. Uh, and uh. And it's the first time that you see Strickland propane, the uh, yeah. Hank's office where he's sitting there at the end. So kind of cool where you – and I, it's like one of the only times that you see it, honestly, in the first season. I, I remember that. I remember like the, only, like the first time you really get to see Strickland propane. And even Buck Strickland, I think, is, is in The Company Man in season two. So um, it's – you know, you get, you know, you get that amazing – uh 80s styled uh what do you call that kind of uh like it's like those office buildings in the in like the trailer like with the um what's that siding called i kind of think of it the wood pan- wood paneling it has like yeah. the wood paneling and stuff uh-huh. and you know it's just fun you get to see him sitting there. like it's just that scene where hank is taking his you know taking his boy he's working there sitting at his <laughs> desk working and bobby's sitting next to him it's so like I don't know if that ever happened to you growing up, but like yeah. I definitely remember that feeling where it's like I'm at dad's work, I'm missing school for some reason. I don't know why, mm-hmm. but you 100%. know, it's just a fun I, kind of nostalgic feeling. It's funny, sort of. I'll go on a little side tangent here. It happened less with my dad because um, he uh, worked for the police department, and so you know, not uh, it wasn't usually going to be hanging out at the police department all day um, right. as a kid. But I, there were times when I did have to go just. My mom, I had to go with her to her office and, you know, usually I'd have like my Game Boy or something, but like, you know, nine hours with your Game Boy, as great as that sounds, after a while, uh, <laughs> you want to go do something else. You could play through Kirby, the first Kirby, like 16 times. <laughs> I think I did eventually get to where, uh, I think I took my, my N64 with me um, and That's played amazing. in her in her office yeah well there you um, go but i 100 know that feeling though like you're just sitting there and, and you're you have a parent that's that's you know they're at work so they have to work and you're just like laying sort of with nothing to do in, in the chair in their office and just uh yes and then you start saying a bunch of things and then you're and then <laughs> and then and then your mom says come on joshy can't you think of something pleasant <laughs> <laughs> you know what's so funny is that like i went and because i remember i think i texted that to you guys um along with that specific uh, quote where <laughs> bobby's like dad do you have sex anymore <laughs> and then you, you hear hank just uh, like no, no response no response and now uh, it's great right because it's left? like this is what you get you know like when you don't tell him you know he's growing up <laughs> he's asking these questions and now you gotta face it you know and uh Dude, I think one of the funniest lines is I think is overlooked is, 
is when Peggy tells gets off the phone and tells Hank that some some right wing maniac just threatened the, the thing and then she quit. <laughs> and then Hank says, Oh well, I'm sure it was just <laughs> some harmless nutcase. <laughs> like he knows exactly who it is. But don't worry, it's probably just some harmless nutcase. That's so funny. You know what's funny to me too is the fact that Dale would care enough about that to even I'll do, do that and then some like that it just it it really to me just almost seems sort of um I just have a hard time picturing Dale actually caring about that. Like maybe on one hand of like, you know, government public schools. No, I think it fits right in, right? Because it's like he, he's afraid of, of of you know, he mentions, you know, what you know what's next on the on the agenda. What is it? Uh 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 what is it? The boy the the bathrooms. The, what do you call it? Not universal. Uh, oh, what's it called? Like the oh, you're talking about the ones where it's like anybody. Uh, yeah, what is that uh, called? Un- unisex. Y- un- yeah, and he's like, it'll be a, <laughs> it'll be a long Cold time before. Yeah, is that what he says? That in the Gribble household. <laughs> we yeah, we institute that in the Gribble household, <laughs> which makes you wonder. So, like, yes, they're not using the same bathroom in their own home. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, I, I guess very conservative in that fact, right there. Um. And so, I, yeah, I, I can see him like, I, yeah, it is. I mean, anything from Washington, right? Which is, you know, which is, you know, it should be a, should be the family's job to teach. I don't know. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's funny, but I just, it's, it it's sets maybe up. more so just because I feel like Dale is usually like just, it, it just, he's usually not concerned with what's going on uh, with, with Joseph's school life, you know? Um, that just, I don't know, for some reason him having enough of an interest or, or caring enough to do anything about it. I don't know that, that part yeah. just feels a little weird, but it is super early on too. So I love now, uh, the faking a, a, a bomb threat or death threat. That sounds about right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, well, and you know, I guess we should, I, I, you know, what, what is that? He says, I'll do that. And then some, and then he goes on his tan- tangent right there. And I'm sure that would probably make a little more sense. Clubberone something or other. Dale. I think I thought I thought Peggy was your wife. Yeah, no. Yeah, I think he's saying Peggy is the new sex teacher. <laughs> she just knows what a and then bar girl knows. Maybe, yeah, well, what a <clears throat> bar girl knows. <laughs> uh, and one of the best lines ever of like the whole series is the whole neighborhood could hear you cussing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, so when Peggy's cute. Peggy's in there. Uh, practicing the the sexual uh, uh, body words uh, to, that you would teach in sex ed. It's just so funny. But um, uvula, she says uvula. Yeah, I never point. understood that. Why? Why? I think it's just supposed to be funny. Yeah, I don't. I, guess, I, I don't yeah. know. It's, yeah. I mean, it sounds like any other one of those words to me. It does. You know? Yeah, it does. Um. All right. So one of the uh, one of the you know it really just had the main cast on this whole thing. You get Toby Husson there doing his little shot at Cotton. What? What you crying about, boy? This is a good show. This is a dang good show. It's you know, that's all. That's also how he taught me about paying taxes. Yeah, Um, that's that's clever, actually. And so this was pre-con too, which I wonder. You know, you got. Yeah, I don't know. Like I. Anyway, it's cool that when con comes, he's definitely you know way more on the show. Toby Huss is like in every episode. I'm pretty sure. But like he definitely has a lot more lines when when Con. Oh yeah. Um, 
And then um, we had, th- there is one special guest that I don't know, I think she's, this is her only episode she's on. I wouldn't have ever noticed, but Mary Shear um, as Gracie, which I believe is one of the, the moms um, at, the, at the ball game that Peggy talks to. Um, oh, um, right. Yeah. I, I, I looked it up and then I forgot. Um, yeah, but cause that name but, is mentioned. Yeah. Um, but, but Mary Shear, you know, I, she's in a lot of, she's in a lot of stuff that, that, that I, that I haven't seen, you know, she's like famous for like, you know, a show called twin mirror and, and the penguins of Madagascar and iCarly and stuff. So I don't really know anything about her at all, but it's, it is kind of interesting to see that, you know, that she was in this really old episode and i you know i love i still find new people on this show it's like i'm always looking at imdb still there's always new stuff apparently she was also uh in two episodes of seinfeld and uh what yeah Uh, let's see the kiss hello she was joan which i'm not sure i don't know if that's the woman probably yeah she was probably one of the apartment people then must it, be. That, that he doesn't want to kiss. Yeah, that makes sense. That, real quick. That's probably why I don't. Yeah, interesting. Okay. Also, voice some characters. 14 episodes of Hey Arnold. So, Oh, there you go. I'll have to revisit that too. That's I haven't. Cool. I never watched Hey Arnold. I mean, I, you know, again, oh, didn't have yeah, cable. So. After you get done with Doug, you, you got to Hey Arnold. Yeah, we'll go to Hey Arnold. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I thought that, that's kind of fun. So um, yeah, pretty awesome episode, honestly. It re- it's one of those episodes where like, I, every single line is just gold i just so love it before we move off of the cast though it's still so weird steven root is still uncredited yeah i don't i don't understand well, I, I don't i don't I, know why if that's a contractual thing you yeah, know i need to it's, go dig out uh my dvds and see if i can't find if there's anything that, i mean sure you would think surely he would be mentioned on those but like on the back of the case or you know the box or something but that's just so strange. It is weird. It's so weird. Yeah, I don't understand why. Yeah. Um, I did notice an animation mess up, which is just kind of, it's a, such a small thing. But if I'm ever going to talk about it, it's going to be right now, <laughs> which is when Bobby and Joseph are are playing with their toys. Well, you want to play with Chandler or whatever? Um, Bobby and Joseph are playing, and, and Bobby's toy truck is like sitting on his leg, but it's like floating there, and it's just kind of yeah. I just noticed so, that in my recent watch through. So on that note, have you are, are you not a uh, have you never watched Friends? No. Okay, so I, this joke may not hit the same for you then, but when when um, you know Bobby asks Joseph if he wants to play with his Chandler doll or his Ross doll, and Joseph says, "Can I shoot him full of BBs?" and Bobby says, "Yes." He, he says, then Ross, which is hilarious to me because, like, I feel like that's pretty much in line with how everybody feels about Ross on Friends is that he's just, like, the most unliked character on that show. Ross is? It, yes. That's really? uh, David Schwimmer's character. Oh, I oh, think he's, he's so, hilarious. He's so annoying. He he's is? so annoying. Interesting. Okay. It, that's funny because I thought that everyone loved him. I thought everyone loved him. <laughs> I mean, I think... I think he's hilarious. Whenever I see... Whenever I see snippets of him, I think he's hilarious. But yeah, I mean, he as a character, he has funny moments, but but he's just so whiny, and so it's just it's funny to me that that Joseph, you know, is is going to base his selection of which friend's doll he's going to take uh, based upon whether or not Bobby will let him shoot it full of BBs. 
Amazing. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I just got a real kick out of that. That is good. That is something that I've, you know, I kind of figured, I guess it kind of points to that a little bit, but it's fun to hear that. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I also, I don't know if you caught, um, toward the beginning when Peggy walks into Bobby's room and he's sitting on the bed watching television. Did you catch the music? No. What is it? I mean, I, I maybe I have. So it's, it's very clearly supposed to be Barney. Bobby is supposed to be oh. watching Barney apparently. Cause you can hear him say, I like you. You're my friend. Okay. Yeah. And I just find that so funny. Cause he's what, like 11 years old watching Barney. That is really funny. But I'll, you, you know, I feel like we all, I feel like, at, you know, like 11 years old, snow day, you're at home, nothing going on. Nick Jr.'s on TV. I'm too old for all the shows on Nick Jr., but I'm still going to watch them. Like, there you go. It just, it, it kind of, that tracks. Yep. There's the prices, right? And then after that, soap operas or, or Barney. Ugh. There you go. <laughs> so very good. So yeah, wonderful episode, um, of, of King and, and I, uh, yeah, I, I think it's fun to all, all these setups of everything. But um, yeah, man, uh, keep on trucking with this. Um, it's one fun to go through thing, all these. One more thing I want to point out before we wrap up. Did you happen to notice uh, the the paper that Peggy is grading at the beginning of the episode? No, it's I mean, really I, weird. Yeah, so it's it's got somebody's name on it. Jay Brown, obviously, don't that care. It's not anybody important, but. The date on it is really strange to me. It says December 19th, 1996 is the date on this book report. Oh, weird. And I mean, it's weird in a couple of reasons. Cause like, well, I mean, obviously I guess they um, actually are, are producing the show obviously before uh, yeah. it actually debuts uh, or the day that awful, uh, duh, of course, or <laughs> that's the dumbest thing ever. But um it, yeah, but weird. they usually make like calculated guesses for like when it's going to be. Right, released. right. Yeah. So there's that, but it's like, okay, that's what a, a week or less than a week before Christmas Day. And they're out. I mean, I realize it's Texas, but Bobby's at a, having a, a baseball game. A yeah, that's baseball true. Game. That's very true. <laughs> um, so it's, that, that part's a little strange. That is weird. Yeah. Nice catch. I love those little catches. And also in 1996. I don't know how they decide the uh, substitute teacher of the year because usually it would be like, you know, like 95 to 96 you would have, cause you have the school year that spans over. Right. You know, yeah. Uh, and so, but she's only ever like for the year. So is that like, what but it, this came out in of? 97 though. Right. So I bet that, I don't know. There's probably just a mix up there. I don't know. Well, I just feel like, is she uh so is she substitute teacher of the year. Is that like, 1996 being the end of <laughs> right i don't know anyway just something that, yeah. that sort of perplexed me but i, yep. I just thought that was interesting i love i'm always so interested in the production of of you know of any television show just how they put it together what's going on you know have you ever seen how they how they like like the st- like the stuff is painted like these people the cells, the animation cells, I think they're done in a, I think they might be done in a different country, but, but they're painted in America. These were, and these people, that's their jobs. And they, you know, they paint the back of them. And mm-hmm. I remember they take a big stack of them and just go home. Like the guy, this is on one of those documentary things. Like they go home and paint behind them and pretty cool um, how it's done. And I just always love thinking about that. And like, how, how did, could they conceivably produce this show? Like 
there's so many moving factors. Just the idea that like they could have like a, a written show and how, you know, how do they edit it down to the exact amount of seconds they need? And, you know, that's why I think you, you see some of those weird, really weird takes where it might, it might like switch really early, like really fast than you'd think. And I think it's because yes. there's enough seconds at certain places, you know, to fit into the, to, for the yeah. ad stuff. So it's just really interesting to me. There's that. And it's funny you mention that because I feel like I have noticed uh, sort of the opposite thing with more recent episodes of this. I say more recent. I haven't really watched The Simpsons and probably I was keeping up with it uh, three or four years ago, sort of. But there you were know, a oh, lot you of poor, times. Oh, you poor soul. I, there were, I, I guess I had nothing better to do. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of scenes where it's like it would hold a lot longer. Like mm-hmm. it's like the joke and, and the conversation had run its course, had come to an end. And then there was just like this pause of a few seconds yep. where it's like, you would think there would, it would transition like, yep. like something else. Yep. And it just sat there. There's a couple parts in Seinfeld that does that too, where they're kind of just sitting there looking at each other and it's like really weird. You know, it's like for like a right. couple seconds, like it's a little longer than you think, but it's totally fine. That's show business. It's industry. <laughs> Josh, it's industry, I dude. Wait. One of my yes, me neither. Yeah, I know it's funny. Like not not any bit. It, it'll be fun to talk about. You know, when the really big special guests coming up, which I believe is the next one or the th- fourth one. Let's anyway, but one we'll we'll get to that. Arrow. Yeah. yeah, or the straight arrow. So no, after that. Yep. Hank's got That's the willies. I mean, I feel like I'm going to be saying that. Dude, the whole or time the straight this. arrow. Oh, dude, or <laughs> the straight arrow is like. One of the greatest. So it, it's classic. That's it sure. is. It is. Anyway, but uh, Square Peg is also a classic. So um, anyway, thanks for joining me this week, Josh. We got to bring on Travis or Casey or Alex. Oh, yeah. It'd be fun to bring on oh, Balak yeah. sometime. I would love to bring on Balak. You know what? We need I to bring wanna... him on on the um, on uh, uh, Peggy the Boggle Champ, episode nine, for sure. That's his favorite episode. We always talk is about Is it that. really? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. So we'll get him on. I, and maybe before. So but we got to get Travis on. Special guest appearances, and we have special guest appearances. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. And we got to get the cast on. I'm going to get some part of the cast on. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I'm going to figure it out. It might it, 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 uh, it, it might end up being Mary Shear. <laughs> <laughs> so you were Gracie. <laughs> Tell us about that. <laughs> Ooh, that'd be funny. No, now, how was Hank on set? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, was it hot sitting out in those bleachers? How long did it take to film? Anyway, but yes, uh, thanks, Josh. We'll see oh, you. Yeah. Uh, we'll see everyone uh, in a couple weeks or next week's. One of those things. It's. I think it'll be a couple weeks. I can't remember how we're posting, but anyway, just keep up and oh, follow us on Twitter, Propane yes. Maniacs, right? Propane Maniacs. It's not the yeah. propane. It's just right, propane Right, right. So it's just at Propane Maniacs. Beautiful. And uh, are we... I, you know what? I think I set up an Instagram, too. I haven't done anything with it. I don't even know okay. what we put on there, but... Uh, put our we, episodes on there. I don't know. I guess we're going to be on iTunes or... Something. I, I yeah. probably need to look into that. Yeah, we um, should look into that. <laughs> It's whatever you listen to us on right now. <laughs> right here, right now. I guess you. So they already know. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah. Thank you for being here, listeners, and thank you for being here, Perry. Just remember, I know where you live, <laughs> and I know what you're up to. <laughs>
What you crying about, boy? This is a good show. This is a dang good show.